Hello everyone, I have some editor's notes up front. We had something strange happen with Kate's mic during this recording and had to use some backup audio, so apologies for not being up to our usual quality. Additionally, we had the help of Ray Mayhem with the music editing in this episode. A couple of channel notes and then we'll jump into the show. We mentioned in this episode, but Kate is having her baby soon and is taking some time off to be a parent, which is awesome. However, after this episode goes up, we won't be posting anything on the podcast feed for hopefully just six weeks. We are taking some time to record new episodes, getting a Twitch feed set up at uh, GBQPod on Twitch, and work on some other secret projects. As always, you can find us at Twitter at GBQPod and join us on our Discord channel. We'd love to have you there as well. The link is on our Twitter page. Happy holidays and enjoy the episode. It's best from afar, but far from the best. It's better than good. It's good, better. Quest. Welcome to Good Better Quest. I am your Fungin Master, David Hallman, and with me as always are my friends. And we're going to play a very a very special holiday episode, or a holiday game, I guess, of D&D for you guys, for your entertainment. So, you guys, before we even get started, how, how are you? How Season 2 is over. Everyone is cool. Uh, is everyone doing okay? I have so many new things, and I want to use them all. So, I want to play. Yeah, pretty much. Same here. Same. Ready to get to it. Also, great to see everybody. Yeah. It's, it's good to see everybody again. Kate's not wearing a hat, so we can see her hair. It's growing! But... Yeah. <laughs> Lucky you, me and my bald ass over here. Mine keeps poking me in the eyes. So. Oh, oh. oh no. Oh. oh, it must be so hard, Nolan. Nolan's like, oh, all this luscious hair. It's such a nuisance. <laughs> oh. I God, woke up because I, just I heard snippers combs. above my head one night. And my wife was sitting on top of me with my, my razor. So hold on, wait for real? Are you for real? No, absolutely not. Oh man, I was, I was about to say, man, if I were if I were your wife, I would forbid you to cut those luscious locks. I I gotta it's, tell we're you, we're in my a state friend, of transition. Now, when you did the, like the the like real like severe undercut, that was kind of that was kind of nice too. But um, I mean, you're you are a handsome son of a bitch, Nolan. You guys, it is a shame. I know, right? It's a shame, podcast listeners. That you cannot see how GD handsome our friend Nolan is, and and he has right now a just a just a gorgeous mop of messy hair <laughs> atop his handsome face. It's disgusting, and we all kind of hate him a little bit. I will in- ensure that every picture I put on the internet of me is goofy as shit. 
and <laughs> portray whatever level of handsomeness I have. It's <laughs> it's what was what was the guy's name on on Dawson's Creek who played Dawson? Dawson. No, it's Dawson? it's that she guy. <laughs> it's that guy's hair on Ryan Gosling's face. So God. it's guys, it's, <laughs> it's wonderful. But with meanwhile, Chris me and Doug over here beard. looking like a huh. I said, but with Chris Christopherson's beard. <laughs> All right. We have shamelessly flirted with Nolan enough. <laughs> exactly. No shame. All right. So, winter has come. The trees are bare. Snow covers the ground. And people everywhere are partaking in the annual haunting offering. A tradition where friends and family come together to air grievances with one another in hopes to resolve them before the new year. These grievances are always followed with gifts that will either aid in resolving the issue or soften the blow and make sure the recipient understands the grievance comes from a place of constructive criticism. So it's, it's a, a time of year to just politely say, I love you. I, we need to squash this beef, you know, and most of the time it's very chill beef. And sometimes it's not. But this time, it is. Because Siggy is approaching the three of you with gifts on three separate pedestals uh, that, that Cherry is carrying. <laughs> and she approaches each of you and, and she says, Yardy, I love you. You're wonderful. Please stop using my tools and putting them back in the wrong place. I have arranged them in alphabetical order, size, and atomic weight. <laughs> Not gun-specific smell and scritchability. <laughs> Yardy, Yardy sits down and is completely heartbroken by the fact that his rearrangement of Siggy's tools has not been helpful to her. But he, he, he sits down and he kind of draws something in the dirt with his tail and says... I I understand, little one. I will I will be more respectful of your tools. I will even attempt to ask before I use them next time. Thank you for letting me know. She gives you some chin scritches and and Cherry slides the the gift next to you. She approaches Cash and says, Cash, I love you. You're great. I'm so happy to have you on the team. Please stop writing one-liners on my blueprints. I hardly know her was only funny once. It's not funny on every invention that ends in er. Okay? Just... I still think it's pretty funny, Cash. <sighs> See? I've got a fan. I can't stop. I'm thinking, you know what? I'll do my best. I'll write it on the back of the blueprint. How about that? You know what? That's an improvement. I can respect that. That's, that's fine. Just, okay. She slides the gift over to you. And she goes to Durak. She says, Durak, I love you. You are probably my closest friend. And as someone who I spend so much time close to, please bathe <laughs> oh, okay Sigs. just 
<laughs> I mean, tis the season and all, right? <laughs> <laughs> she she slides the gift over to you, and uh, she says, "Right, you guys gonna open them? I'm actually really excited for you to see them." Unless, does anyone have any grievances for me? <laughs> you already says, we'll get to that. And he, <laughs> <laughs> he grabs the uh, the tray with his present on it with both hands, and he uses his tail to flick the top off. Inside is a, a small, black, rectangular block of what looks like polished black quartz or something. It's uh, It's really cool looking. Do I know what it is? Or No. You this you have never seen anything like this. Is it coal? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, sorry. I thought you said cold. No. 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 <laughs> I was about to say no, did you just like give me coal? <laughs> cool. Cool. Yeah. Um <laughs> No, it's worse than coal. It's small. It it uh it burns but doesn't produce any heat. Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> No, but she uh, she says, it's a slate. I actually, I got it for all of you. Um, I, I made them myself. It's, uh, they're like speaking stones, but you can see each other's faces, you know, if, if you want to. And uh, she takes one out of her pocket and um, she hits a button and Yardy, yours begins to buzz. And the boxes that you guys are holding also begin to buzz. And her face appears on yours, Yardy, through a little... A little kind of portal looking thing it, it's like you can see her face kind of floats to the front closer uh like a magic eight ball uh in the reflection of this black quartz <laughs> and she says see this way we can stay connected over break yardy is kind of losing his mind because he saw his face in there first and then it was replaced by siggy's and he looks over to Siggy and goes, Do you know someone has stolen your face and put it in this tiny rectangle? <laughs> she, Siggy, just kind of smiles and nods. And she looks at Cash and says, Please tell me you understand this, though. Cash winks at, at Siggy and, and grabs Yard. And it's like, D- Don't worry, pal. We will, um, we're going to practice with this one. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> he looks over at Cash and goes, as long as you can help me, I guess I will keep this toy present. Thank you. Thank you. One request, Yardi. Please be careful where you put the stone, as I don't want to wake up one morning and see Catbutt facing me out of the stone. Okay? <laughs> he, he, he goes, I don't know what you're talking about, and slides it into his back pocket. <laughs> Durak takes this out of the box and looks at it for what he hopes to be the very last time. And he kind of pokes at it a little bit, <laughs> thinking maybe it'll stop doing what it's doing, and it won't. So he just puts it in his bag, and you can sort of see the faint glow of it uh, in the in the seams of his bag, and the muffled sound of Siggy talking. And Durak ignores it, ties his bag back up. He, I like the idea that maybe as he was putting it in, he accidentally turned on the flashlight part of it. <laughs> <laughs> It's, just it's kills shining the through his bag. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, I've got oh email. 
don't, I don't know why. Derek, uh, every time he brings that thing out, Derek does that thing that, that your mom does where she puts her glasses on and, like, looks down her nose at the phone with her mouth open like, now what's all this mess? <laughs> um, no, I'm going to tell you right now, that thing is staying in Derek's bag and his whole philosophy is going to be, one of these folks knows what that thing is. Okay. <laughs> I don't keep up with those. Mm-mm. I don't even like letters. I remember a time before letters. I'm gonna hold. I'm gonna hold my axe in this thing the same. Come on now, six. <laughs> I can make you a. Um, I, I can make you a headpiece uh, that that connects through. Uh, uh, nope. Cyan. Stop right there, six. He says and he holds out his hand <laughs> and he pats the bag. Goes, this will do just fine. Okay. Cyan Tusk, the new... The yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> perfect. No pressure, real quick. I'm going to move on to something unless you guys wanted to do a bit of airing grievances. No pressure if you don't. Oh, I have I have mine ready. Okay, go for it. All right. So Durak kind of, you know, he, pat, he pats the, the, the pack and, and makes his little joke about the, about the stone. He looks around and he kind of... Shuffles his feet a little bit, and um, and it looks like nobody else is is gonna um, it's gonna it's gonna hand out a present, and so he goes, "All right, look, I'm I'm just gonna just gonna do this now and be done with it." And he pulls out um, three little bundles of burlap, and around each one is a braided bracelet. The bracelet, is, the 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 braided pieces are are from Derek has recently had his. So I gotta talk about this part first. All right, look, y'all. Durak got his bare skin blanket turned into a badass sleeveless cloak with a hood. I forgot, so I sh- yeah. I just want you to imagine, I just want you to imagine like just a sweet, sweet sleeveless duster, but it's all straight up like black bear fur. And there's a hood on it, but uh, he doesn't put it up all that much because his, his hat is so is still such a such an important part of his yeah so bad when he was hitting it tailored he got the uh he got the tailor to uh save him any scraps that got cut and he made friendship bracelets out of the scraps of the uh the bear blanket and he also threaded one piece of red cat gut through each one uh and uh and and those are tied around the burlap now um whoever wants to open theirs first just let me know and i will i'll tell you I'll tell you what what it is. Uh, Cash is tearing up. Uh, Durek, it's Durek. You made this. <laughs> you like with your own, with your bare hands. Get it? Everyone got that one right. Bare hands. Okay. Yardy, Yardy is, and that's the end of the show, everyone. Uh, Durek, laughs. Durek laughs so hard. Just so hard. But he doesn't know why. At the Oh no 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 no. Direct direct no, loves I'm a playing. pun. Direct direct loves a pun. And so when Cash asks if uh if I made it with my bare hands, I got some real good laughs out of that. Um and then I'm like just kinda of pointing at the thing, like, go ahead and open it. I start opening it. So Cash opens it and uh and and it is a it is a short, sort of fat wax candle. That uh, that he's purchased, 
I mean, he didn't make this. It's clear that a craftsperson made this. And, and he goes, smell it, smell it. Direct, this wax didn't come from from you or a bear. Right come on now, come it, on just... now, Cash. I went down to Sam, the soap maker, and I was like, hey, soap maker, you make me some candles? He's like, you should have probably gone to a candle maker. And I was like, well, okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just, you know, it never hurts. It just, never hurts to double just, check. Just smell it, Cash. <laughs> Famous last words. <laughs> Uh, Cash smells it. <laughs> and it smells and it smells like sage. And he goes, It ain't exactly right, but it's close. <laughs> the grievance I have with you is that you do not make enough bold moves. And I hope that this candle inspires you to make a bold move. Cash is crying again. <laughs> <laughs> Cash can't even. You're not. You don't understand what he's saying at this. He's just like, guys, this is no. He's ugly crying. <laughs> yeah. There's like a snot bubble coming out at some point. <laughs> Yardy, Yardy comes up and puts his arm around Cash and uh, grabs his his small uh, burlap sack as well and opens it up. And inside of it is a um is a is a silver charm and um before you even get a chance to look at it Dirk's like pulling it out of the bag and is like tying it onto the bracelet um as sort of a clasp around your wrist and when you look at it um on uh on one side is the face of a roaring lion and on the other side is a close approximation of your signature that Dirk has drawn from memory and given uh. to the uh, to the engraver to do and it's bad. It's not even like it's. <laughs> it's like you know that that's what it is only because it's the only thing it could possibly be other than nonsense. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Yardy holds it up to his face and and tries with his claw to like get a little Correct of those it. lines a little bit deeper. <laughs> he, he appreciates it very deeply. And uh, and Durak says. Um, Yardy, my grievance with you is that sometimes you forget how brave you really are. And I hope that this gift will remind you that cats can be brave too. Yardy is also weeping. And he goes over to Cash. And uh, I, I feel like in a, a, a very cartoonish way, the snot bubbles are going in and out of each other's nose at, you know, <laughs> different paces. Yeah, he's just sitting there crying like, oh, Direct, I tried to be brave, I do. I will remember this next time. <laughs> Siggy looks at hers and she's like, wow, I feel like an asshole. I asked you to take a bath. That was my whole... Th what? Okay. Oh, just wait. Just wait. Yeah. She opens hers. And, uh, and inside of it, there are uh, two more of those braided bracelets. And Dirac says to Siggy, Look, I know it ain't your fault, but I kind of blame you for tagging Damico's being gone. And it ain't fair, so I'm dropping it, and we're okay. But those are yours, and if you ever run into them, you should give them those. She takes them both. She puts them both on one wrist and she says they will always be here 
if I run into them. Durak wipes his eyes a little bit and takes a step back. Uh, Durak also puts up his own wrist. Like, I, I guess this goes without saying, right? And he kind of pointed at <laughs> his own bracelet. Cash uh, wipes his tears from his face and digs around in his bag. And he's like, well, now... Well, damn it, Durak, now I feel like an ass. Um, mine weren't as thoughtful, but okay. We're gonna get through it. And so Cash kind of... <gasps> Takes a deep breath, and uh, you can hear Cash whispering to himself, "Like I am Cash Black. It's nice to meet me. It's nice to meet me." Whew. Okay, I'm good. I'm back in it. All right, <laughs> Direct, you're going last because I can't. I can't look at you. Nope, not gonna do that. Siggy, I'll start with you. Um, Siggy, frankly, your chair scares the shit out of me. <laughs> I was gonna She's do that nodding. one too. <laughs> It's, it's mainly Durag the mouth. Nods. Yeah, ev- everyone's not. Even Siggy's nodding. <laughs> it's sort of the mouth region is the problem. Um, everything else about it is okay. But the mouth... The mouth is a nightmare um, from hell. So, and uh, Cash grabs her gift and, and hands over a very um, horribly wrapped gift... And Cash says, uh, I will apologize for the wrapping. I had my grandparents help me. <laughs> and I don't think they thought, I don't think they remembered exactly what we were doing at the time. So, um, yeah. And Cash looks down and notices that it's like toilet paper wrapped around Siggy's gift. And is just like, well, oh, anyway. And just <laughs> tosses Siggy's uh, over. Siggy immediately opens it. It is a large um, face mask for Cherry. <laughs> like a, you know, relevant for the times, but it is a face mask. Oh my god. Um, that she can put on the chair to make it less terrifying. <laughs> well, that looks real Siggy. nice there. Let's go and try that on. <laughs> I think Yardy and... and- Durak both grab one side of the mask and just wrap it around. <laughs> yes. Isn't yes. that good, Terry? Thank you. Thank oh, you. It looks, looks real nice. It looks real nice. Uh, Siggy nods and says, understandable. Note taken. <laughs> <laughs> Next is Yardy. Yardy starts purring. <laughs> Yardy starts purring loudly. Yardy, I love you. You are like a, a brother to me from another uh, litter. Um... But your, sh- your your shedding has gotten out of control. I know your winter coat is coming in, and that is not your fault. It's just so luxurious. I can't I can't help it. But the shedding is a it's an issue. I, I think I woke up with more hair from you on my face than my own facial hair. Um. So uh, here's this, and Cash pulls out another very poorly wrapped. It looks like it's maybe wrapped in like garbage, like a like an old newspaper or like a crumpled bag. Uh, here you go, buddy. Uh, it, it just tears it open. Just claws, just ripping it open as fast as he can. It's one of those mittens that has, like, teeth <gasps> on it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man, yeah. You can brush yourself with Yardy immediately starts doing that, starting with his tail. He just grabs his tail and shh, like a like a cattail, like the plant 
a cattail yep. and just throws stuff into the air, which I imagine <laughs> all over Cash's face and makes this <laughs> gift even be- even better. Cash's eyes start watering again. I'm not crying this time. Yardy believes I am, but the allergies are really, ooh, yeah. really sitting in here. Um, Endurak, your very thoughtful gift uh, makes me feel like a horrible person inside. Um, not to continually ride the Siggy train with this one, and Cash looks over at Siggy. <laughs> but your 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 hat is rancid, um, foul. I I love it. I love you, man. I really do. But the hat, um, I must. I have to say, six feet away from you at all times because the hat is just. Woo! So uh, this gift I actually did make, so that makes me feel a little less like an asshole to you. But uh, here you go. And it's literally just in, like, a Ziploc bag. Like, it's not even... <laughs> you know, Helios didn't even get very... You know what? I'm so sorry. Helios, uh, I shouldn't have left him alone with this. Um, here you go, buddy. <laughs> Man, I thought I was the only one that could smell it. <laughs> Yardy looks at Cash a little confused, and he just says... I don't understand. I thought that was quite a lovely aroma. It was it's easy to find Durak wherever he is, and it's it's so pungent and easy to follow. I, I don't understand why you'd want to get rid of it, but my senses are a little bit different from yours, so I I understand. I'm I'm sorry. So he opens the bag. And inside you will find a poorly carved wooden bear, about I'd say like two or three inches tall, and it's cedar. And it has a little hanging thing on top that you can kind of attach you can kind of put it around the bottom of your hat and that way at least it the cedar smell <laughs> covers yeah. up some of the uh, no that's good the aroma <laughs> direct direct clutches this in his big hands and and you can you see like one of his hands kind of goes to the end of the of the hat and he kind of brings the fist up with the with the bear in it up to the hat, and he just kind of looks at the end of the hat and the top of the bear. I'll wash it before I put it on. And he kind of just stuffs it in his pack. <laughs> Cash uh, nods at Derek and then turns around slowly and goes, "Yes." <laughs> Vindication. <laughs> So Yardy Yardy has grievances as well. He turns around to Siggy first, and he says, "I, I don't mean to pile on, but your chair always looks at me, and its eyes are scary. So I need to give you this gift uh, more for me than for you." And he doesn't even have wrappings. He just pulls them out of his pocket, and they're two enormous googly eyes, and he smacks them on the cherry. <laughs> And he goes, see, isn't that better? I know the other eyes are still looking at me, but I can focus on those. And it, it just makes me feel better. Siggy looks at it and says, you know, uh, uh, fantasy Winston Churchill did once say that the eyes are the window to your face. So <laughs> I understand completely. I totally fine. That's that she she uh, holds her fist out for a fist bump. 
and then remembers she doesn't want to do the whole shtick with you batting at it, and <laughs> and and she just turns it into a thumbs up and, and says, "Thank you." You already had his hand up, ready to swat it, and just gives her a sideways thumbs up because that's where his paw was, and he's just yeah, thank you. But Durek sees this on the side of his eye and just sticks his fist out for Yardy. <laughs> he slaps it. <laughs> ah, oh, good. <clears throat> we'll do you next, Durek. Uh, he, <laughs> he turns to Durek and he says, You are a brave and courageous fighter, but you always forget about the little things, to chase the large things. And Yardy pulls out a mouse skeleton that's still intact because fantasy, and he hands yeah. it to Durek. He says, this is a reminder to look out for the little things. And, and Durek goes to put it in his mouth, realizes that's probably not what he meant. <laughs> Thinks about it a moment, though. Uh, and then um, he looks at Yardy and he kind of grins at him a little bit. like, Yardy, what the hell am I supposed to do with this thing? <laughs> <laughs> See? Siggy looks at you and she says, add it to your hat. <laughs> It's like a, it's like a Pandora it bracelet. It on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's my birthday. I'm going to get a carousel this year. <laughs> Yardy uh, walks over to Cash now, and he does a couple of circles, and he's he's purring again. And uh, he, he sits at Cash's feet and wraps his tail around one of his legs. And he looks up at Cash, and he says... You you have become such a good bard, and and you always stress over whether people are going to like you or not. And and this is the most precious gift that I think I could give you. And out of his pocket, he pulls the ball, and he hands it to Cash. He, he says, this, this is one of the most important things in my life. But when he hands it to Cash, I think Cash can tell that it's a stress ball. So it's not just a ball, it's a stress ball for him to, to sit and get his stress out. It says, whenever you're, whenever you're worried about if you're doing something or if people like this, hold this ball in your hand and remind yourself that it doesn't matter what other people think. You're doing a great job. And he stands up. Jeff is crying again. <laughs> And, and is just squeezing it, and is just incomprehensible. Like you don't, no idea. Just oh my god. I I think that's I. So I'm gonna add on to that one. I think that that is such, and, and you can write this down. But I think that is such an apropos fucking gift for cash that that is gonna give you advantage on uh, checks against being frightened. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So like Dude, that was just awesome. anytime you're about to be frightened, just just take a minute <laughs> and you squeeze the stress ball. <laughs> Hell yeah. That's sorry, that's too good to not make a thing. So Siggy hugs all of you and, and she invites you guys uh she she's going home and she invites you all to her home at some point uh, over the break. She says, come by in a few days. Um, I just want to hang out with my family for a little bit, but then I would love for you to come out and, and hang out with us as well. And and she says, I've actually been saving up. I, I, 
I'll have a coach come pick you up so you don't have to walk. And it won't, it won't, I didn't make it. So (laughs) don't worry. So it does not have a mouth or eyes? No, it it doesn't. Aside from the horse bringing it. But wait, how many eyes and mouths do the horse, does the horse have? Is the horse a normal, a normal horse or some sort of. Okay, bye. (laughs) Or did you already give it some extra eyes? Come on, man. (laughs) (laughs) she says um it has the eyes and legs that it has then it's not reassuring six it's not reassuring at all (laughs) yeah that's not the answer i I, wanted but okay all right she says she says okay it's got one lazy eye it it was a cheap horse i couldn't i'm not rich you guys (laughs) yardy pulls out another googly eye and goes have no worries i had a pack You've broken me. (laughs) (laughs) They're on the horse's butt, right next to its tail. So when we're looking at it, there's a a big nose wobbling back and forth. I I I have to think that slowly over time, everything in y'all's dorm is gonna get googly eyes. And Durak never thinks, never thinks it's not funny. So the day comes. You know, classes have been out of session for a little while. You know, it's it's the winter break. Go spend time with your family, blah, blah, blah. The day comes. Siggy sends y'all a, uh, a message through the stone saying that the coach will be by to come uh, pick you up. It uh, It's there and it takes you to... It starts to take you to her family's winter home. And then your... Slates begin to jingle, uh, I, I think, an hour into this ride. Does anybody... Cash pulls his out, uh, because Durak is not going to answer it. And the ringer is very loud on Durak's. And the ringtone yeah. is probably something... <laughs> it's that... It's that do, 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 he don't do, have do, do. He don't know how to change it. I mean... Yeah. <laughs> Every time he goes to change it, he makes it louder. Um, yeah. And Yardy you still, still is... This thing? <laughs> what is that noise? <laughs> oh, so Cash, Cash answers his. It's Siggy. Siggy's face appears on the thing, and you can see that she's rubbing her eyes with one hand, and she says, Guys, I am, I am so sorry. I have to ask a favor. In the rush of gathering all the food, my Aunt Gertie... She left behind my cousin Nevik. Um, could could you guys go by and 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 pick him up on the way? She was just grabbing all the food and she didn't even think about it. She she brought a lot of food, you guys, and I think it it just the stress. Uh, she she completely forgot about him. Could I can't afford to send another carriage? Could could you guys pick him up? You know, Siggy, we're going through a tunnel. Um. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> Cash just starts making it. <laughs> like very obvious because it's a face thing. It's just like, yeah. I can't. Siggy, it's so weird. Uh, you're breaking up. You already stopped paying attention at lots of food. Like, what, what do we need nah. to do for lots of food? We'll do it. Whatever you say. Food? Yes. Okay. What are we doing? Siggy says, you, you just got to go pick him up. He's He's... Like right, 
it, it's it's a little out of the way, but it's not too far. How, how old is this child? It's like eight. Uh, Cash puts his hand over the thing really quick. <laughs> I can feel for your hand. <laughs> are you, uh, are either of you fellas, uh, good with child, good with child, children? Woo! I'm sweating just thinking about the responsibility and the, um, you know, the stickiness that will inevitably follow, uh, ooh. So could you, I mean, if one of you could take lead on this one, that would be excellent. Yardy, Yardy pipes up and goes, oh, of course, you know, we tabaxi, uh, the, the way we handle our children, uh, there's a lot of scruffing and a lot of carrying. So if we can just grab him by the scruff and carry him outside of the, the carriage with us, I believe this should be uh, fine. We can reduce the stickiness and the smells uh, if we just we, we carry him outside the carriage. Siggy pipes up on the, the slate and she says, Thank you guys so much. Just, I, he may try to talk to you. He, I mean, he's got a few hobbies. He likes to build things. Uh, he's always crafting stuff in his mind. He once spent a fortnight down there. Um, fidget spinners. Okay, so, <laughs> I love you guys. Thank you for doing this for me. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the the carriage begins to go on in this way. It's not too long before the coach stops in front of a small cottage. You see a few pieces of food on the ground <laughs> that confirm Siggy's story of, of her her aunt leaving in a rush. Durak starts sipping through the food. Yeah, it's like there's one baked potato, uh, a roll that's like mostly really just dough, but it's cold. You know, just, just a few things like that. As as we get out, Yardy is instantly putting these into his mouth, just eating. As soon as as soon as we walk up to him, he just oh. yep. Most of it's cold, but it's it's still food. <laughs> He's good with that. You guys see the doorway. There's there's a few steps up to the door, and there is a a rope uh, with a bell. It it looks kind of fancy, actually. It, it's it's a clearly another you know tinkerer thing just like Siggy makes all the time and it's probably some kind of doorbell can Yardy do an investigation check on it because like Siggy has been known to make some things that don't typically work the way they're intended to and I want to make sure that like it's not just a bunch of wrenches that fall or like, <laughs> like it's just a noise maker or something you, so you want to investigate the bell? Yeah, before before so I ring you're... this thing and it just like singes my whiskers. Okay. So as as you are walking up to this bell, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw Yo for God. me real quick. It's a nine. The stairs are just covered in ice. And you you like on your way up there you just you fall right on your tuchus. And you take uh, four points of bludgeoning damage. Oof. Just, just, poof. Uh, gets got the the wind knocked out of you a little bit. So, so Durak looks at looks at Cash, and of course he was listening in on the conversation that was happening, you know, as it was happening in the carriage. 
And he goes, um, alright, look. Before we go any further, let's just suss out the situation a little bit. You telling me that there's this little boy named Nevik, right? And he's there in his house all by himself. Hmm. All by himself in the house. Being alone at home is very, you know, for a young child to be completely forgotten. Alone at home. Like in his home? Yeah. You guys are forgetting the best part. What? Home Alone 2 Lost he, in New York? He He's a gnome. Oh. <laughs> gnome alone. <laughs> and Kate has left. <laughs> oh, oh, David, I oh, love you, God. man. This is so fantastic. <laughs> so and, and fucking... Don't think you're clever just doing Kevin backwards. Like, <laughs> Nevik. I wasn't trying to be clever. I knew you guys would catch on as soon as you saw the bell. And that's why it was a misdirection. <laughs> like, this, Durak touches this one, the knob with the back of his hand. Yeah. <laughs> we're, don't don't metagame this one. But yeah. Yardy, when you, uh, when you fall on your ass, you hear a voice... Uh, from the other side of the door, it's a, a deep, a deep voice. It says, you came to the wrong house. <laughs> Yardy, Yardy stands up and goes, but your cousin gave us the address. I, I mean, the horses came right here. How, how do we have the wrong place? I don't have any idea what you're talking about. We're just here to pick you up and take you to your family's house. Listen. I am. I've had enough of you wasting my time. As have I. So I'm going to give you to the count of ten. Or what? One. Two. Yardy is slowly moving across the ice to get closer to the door, but he's cautious now. Give me a wisdom saving throw. Very quick. Hold on. That's a dirty 20. Okay. You hear... You hear him go, one, two, ten. Being a gunslinger, you're familiar with the sounds of different gunpowder-esque things. And you hear, like, small fireworks going off. And you, you get the sense that uh, this this kid was trying to intimidate you. And suddenly your slates, uh, all of your slates kind of do that radio tuning sound. Uh, the you know <laughs> and a voice comes through it a very squeaky voice that says leave me uh, you three garbage carts be gone from my home or suffer the wrath of McClaster the maniac mechanic and then the door opens <laughs> Yardy looks back over his shoulder at Cash and Durak and his tail is making his his signature question mark. You know, fellas, it's very strange. He's supposed to be home alone, and there's shadows in the window. It looks like there's people over dancing <laughs> in the window. I don't care for children. I said it. This is why. 
All right, I'll say it. I'll say what kind of person I don't like. I'll just come right out and Durek say it. Durek has been, um, like, over near the steps, and he's got his, his flaming axe. Now, now, we are, we have leveled up, and uh, in case in case anyone's yep. wondering, Durek has taken two levels in Druid, so yeah. um, he's got his ability to uh, to control and produce flames. So he's sort of playing around with, with that sort of getting used to it um and he has his axe over the ice on the steps and he's just sort of drawing it across the steps and melting the ice down smart and and he looks back at the others he goes um you know if it's just one little kid we probably just going in there and get him yard going in there and, and to get him is that what you said to get him Okay, I heard kill him. No, and I was like, no, no, get him. What? Get him. Now, Derek, Derek has gone through some changes, man. Hey, look, if this was season one, and and he was a completely innocent goblin, uh, <laughs> maybe he'd be in danger. But but it's season two, Derek's a better man now. All right. <laughs> so with with that, he he says, "All right, look, I'm about to do something." Maybe a little bit rash, but Sigs wants us with her, and this already seems kind of like a clusterfuck. So I'm just thinking that maybe we just go ahead and take care of this. And he stomps up the steps, and he draws the axe over his head, and he and he, and he takes brings it down on the door. The the door is open. <laughs> How about this? Let's say the door is cracked open, but Derek still does that without yeah, even that. looking. Did you already say it was open? Did you tell us? That I it was did, open? but it's okay. Gotcha. It's All great. Right. It's <clears> even <throat> better. So it opens incredible. Like it just swings open after he hits it, and man, I I got to imagine Derek feels good about he that. He does. He does. He feels real nice about it. And then, um, and then like uh. You know, like the sort of doofusy fellow that he is, he uh, just goes ahead and barrels on into the first room. The first room, uh, there, there's a little foyer, and that leads into the kitchen. The kitchen is a fucking mess. It's very clear Aunt Gertie was real. She was cooking up a storm. You know, if if Nevik had been with her, he might have had to sit on top of the carriage, like. What, Wolf. Where we're going to make him sit anyway. <laughs> Cash nods. Cash is like, yes, you know what? I'm so glad we're all on the same page here. <laughs> so the other thing you notice is that while there are a lot of plates and cups and pots and pans stacked on some of the counters, there appear to also be plates and cups and pots and pans all stacked in precarious places all around the room, and it, it almost looks like a maze to get to the other side uh, of the kitchen. And uh, you can see that even just one nudge to these things, and they will come crashing down. Durak swings his axe in front of him, and a mighty gust of wind uh, comes off of the swing and uh, blasts into the kitchen into all those plates. Uh, so we're going to use Gust as a cantrip. Oh, I don't have the exact definition of what it does, but I bet it blows the shit out of those plates, son. Hold on. Let me <laughs> let me look this up. 
Seize the air and compel it to create one of the following effects. One medium or small creature that you choose that you choose must succeed on a strength saving throw. Create a small blast of air capable of moving one object that is neither held nor carried and that weighs no more than five pounds. Object is pushed up to ten feet away from you. It, if it isn't pushed with enough force, oh, it isn't pushed with enough force to cause damage. You create a harmless sensory effect using air. Okay, so it's. I would say. Yeah, interpret that how you will, man. But I feel like that's I feel like that's the right move as a as in character. Yeah, giving that a shot is definitely worth it. I I think that one of the stacks of plates that's that's somehow a little bit taller than Durak begins to sway back and forth before finally just just having too much weight in one direction and it crashes down on one of the other stacks of plates and that in turn crashes down on another stack of plates and pots and pans and i need to know who else was near the kitchen were you guys with Durak? Uh, I I would say that Yardi is pretty close, within yeah. five feet. Yeah, I'm sure I followed in because I didn't want to be left outside alone. I would like everyone to make a dexterity saving throw. God, I keep rolling fours on my fucking deck saves. So oh it's a man, nine. do I see this coming? Do Damn. I get? Yeah, because it's right in front of me, so I get. Advantage. Yeah, you see it coming. Uh, Cash got a twenty-two. Uh, natural twenty. Are you fucking with me? No. Oh my god. What what did Cash get? Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. The the plates and pots and pans come crashing down, and like porcelain shrapnel just just kind of comes flying at you guys. Durak, your thick half orc skin it, it just just like this is whatever. Just and my sweet bear duster. Yeah, exactly. Cash, you managed to uh, to block it. You're, you're not the face. <laughs> you take a little bit of damage. You're going to take nine piercing damage. Yardi, you're going to take eighteen piercing damage as just just a fucking cast iron skillet just fucking plams you in the face. <laughs> I think I think the way this happens is Yardi looks over at Durak and goes, "Maybe we don't mess with the pang." the voice comes over your slates again and says you guys stink oh my god you broke all my mom's plates you guys are gonna get in trouble for that are you ready to go see your aunt siggy no oh like she's a girl she smells you guys smell they smell you all the way from here you'll never make it past the next room Durak, I told you the hat. It's an, it's a major issue. I mean, they can smell <laughs> us coming. We've and the sad thing is, is he has washed it. He has washed it twice. <laughs> There's just it's you can't unring some try. belts, you know. I mean, it's just yeah. it's got a funk on it. This this now it <laughs> now it just smells like bo and cedar. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> You you make your way through the fucking <laughs> the fucking wedding china graveyard you've made <laughs> in, in the kitchen, and um, you see a hallway, uh, and at the end of the hallway you see a metal door with a hastily drawn sign that reads 
No girls or smelly jerks allowed. The hallway is 30 feet long. Well, we passed one of those tests. Um, I mean, it seems only fair that I, you know, me, in my fresh scent, go. OxyClean, baby. <laughs> <laughs> you know, are we opposed to psychic damage on a child? Are we there yet? Is that... It's only natural. It's about time that he has some anyway. Cash, I'll punch that child right in his mouth. I will punch him right. Cash, Cash's eyes well up again. I'm just so happy you're on my team. Um, <laughs> okay, hallway's 30 feet. Can we, I mean, is it well lit? Is it? Yeah, no, it's well lit. Uh, do you want to give me a perception check to see if you see anything? Yeah. Yeah. Um, can, yeah. Can you already misty step to the door? You sure can. I thought you were going to call my bullshit. I don't have Misty Step. You motherfucker! <laughs> uh, cash rolled a 19 perception. You spot every tripwire along this way, and you follow them all to different things that would have fallen on your head. So am I still, I mean, I'm still standing at the end of the hole, like the, with everyone, yes. right? Okay, yeah. I'm going to use my cape that I got. <laughs> And I'm going to teleport to the end of the hallway. Suck on it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. You should have never given us cool shit, man. No, I want you to have the cool (laughs) shit. You guys just see Cash. (laughs) Cash is working on a catchphrase for what to do um, when using this cloak. So just begins to spin around in a circle. And it's like, and just is gone. (laughs) That's gotta be the... You got it in one. That's it. <laughs> got it. <laughs> we'll do it live. So yeah, I yeah I left behind a cloud of smoke, and I appear in a similar cloud of smoke at my destination. What what was that cloak called again? You told me... You called it something else, but it's the Cape of the ma- ma- Mountebank. Oh, oh, that's right. Okay. You know, I bet it's just... It lets me cast Dimension Door. Yeah. So we're stuck at the other end of the, the hall? Yup. I will yell back to them and tell them where all the things are. So I'm going to be like, walk forward two steps. <laughs> Jump once. It's like Candyland. Two blue. <laughs> Durak goes through it like Catherine Zeta-Jones. Just like there's just the... <laughs> the one thing you did not see with the perception check Durak, I need you to make a dexterity saving throw. Castle the 19, David. <laughs> yes, and the DC on the bear trap was 22! Oh yeah, you got me, man. You got me in that bear trap. Well, no, I, what, did I see what? it coming? No, you didn't see the fucking bear trap! <laughs> it was Does he get advantage because it's a bear trap? No, I feel like it would anything, give me disadvantage. <laughs> like, like there's something about the boots that I'm wearing that are intrinsically drawn into the pear trap. <laughs> like the boots can't help themselves. Like Durag's like, where, where am I? Where am I going? Oh, gotta move. Oh. Okay. Oh so how God. much damage do I take from this bear trap? I'm trying to find it real quick. I had it pulled up just a second ago. Three. Okay. No! <laughs> so you take nine piercing damage as this thing uh, fucking oh, I'm unhappy about this. 
around your foot. You are you are grappled to this thing. And you're looking at it. And you know what? You're pissed that this happened. But he painted this thing really well to blend in with the floor. Like he used perspective. He gave it wood grain like the floor. Hot shit. You know somebody ought to send this little sandwich to art school. He says as he's, uh, <laughs> as he's opening up the uh, the bear trap. Uh, what do I need to roll yeah. to get out of the bear trap? I I'll just give you that. It, it's <laughs> cool, 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 cool. That was the last trap in the hallway. You <laughs> the the traps down the hallway had steady progression of DCs. So nineteen knocked. Like, oh, nice. A lot of them out. <laughs> I think uh, Yardy Yardy follows after everybody, and he does a very cat thing. He's walking, and he's almost touching all of them. His oh, yeah. his tail almost touches one of the tripwires. He puts his feet right next to one, but he gets through it. Oh my god! Yeah, I feel all right. I feel like Cash saw Durak getting to the end and was like, "Yeah, you're in. You're done." You guys reach this this metal door with the no girls and smelly jerks sign allowed. So the door to the basement has three green lights on it and uh, a a little lion figure on it. And it's it opens its mouth and it says, Password please. Fortnite that is that what it is? <laughs> is that the pa- is that the password? Boop, boop. No. <laughs> Durex is monkey. Says, <laughs> <laughs> have you forgotten the password? That's the only password I know. <laughs> password, please. Need help remembering password? Forgot password? Yes, we would like. Um, we would like a hint, please. Uh, hold on. Before before Cash says that. Yardy puts his hand on Cash's shoulder and says, Just don't say password as the password. And he casts guidance on Cash. Nice. The uh, the door says, Forgotten password? Answer my riddles. Fuck. <laughs> and the, uh, your slates again chime with this kid's fucking squeaky voice. Ha! Ah! You idiot, you smelly jerks will never get through that. You smelly idiots. <laughs> and the lion on the front goes, Where does a snowman keep his money? In a snowbank. Uh, one of the green lights goes out with a ding. Derek doesn't get it. Yeah. <laughs> what do you call fruit grown from rotten feelings? Cash turns to Derek and Yardy. I got snowbank. It's your turn. <laughs> uh, Yardy leans forward and goes, "Sour grapes." Ding. <laughs> Yardy's tail goes straight up. Yeah. The voice on the speaker changes, and it's now very clearly Nevik voicing it. He says, "How about this? What has six legs and flies?" Yardy's just looking at Cash and Durak, and he goes, I swear to Salune, if it's us, I swear to God, I swear to God, this kid's not going to make it. <laughs> <laughs> the, when Yardy says us, the kid goes, damn it! 
and the light goes out, and the door swings open. <laughs> Durag says, I almost had that one, but he didn't. <laughs> there are stairs leading into a basement. Don't like that. A dark, nope. a, a dark basement. Don't care for that. Durak sort of sticks his flaming axe into the darkness and sort of waves it up and down. To see if there's anything we can see. And I also have dark vision, so I imagine that if I look down the hallway real, real hard, I could probably, I mean down the stairwell, yeah. I could probably... Yeah, give me a perception check. Okay. Can I do that as well, since I also have dark vision? Sure. And, uh, yeah, I straight up rolled a one, so... It's like I put uh, the axe in my eye. I Well, I was thinking more like you're more distracted by the fact that it's physically on fire, and you're like, God, I'll never get over how cool this, this is. This is so cool, guys. <laughs> if y'all could just... <laughs> I got a 13. You're looking down, you don't see anything on the stairs, surprisingly, actually. So I, I have a couple of other cantrips. How, how many can I cast in one before we go down? What all do you want to do? Because that, that'll... Resistance. Are you... Just resistance for saving throws. Sure. Okay. Is is resistance concentration? It is concentration. Is guidance also concentration? It is, but I would rather replace guidance with resistance because resistance cool, is cool, saving cool. throws and guidance is uh, checks. Absolutely. All right. I was also going to cast light on um, my rapier. So we, we have a couple glowy things as we go down in here. Absolutely. So as you go down, like, everything seems normal. You get down into the basement. There's wooden crates, cobwebs, and a, uh, a big, scary-looking metal furnace. You hear the slates, and you, you hear somewhere in this room as well. So you get that kind of echo, you know? And you hear him say, You've made it this far, but can you handle... My mechanical monstrosity! And the furnace begins to rumble. And it stands and it looks at you guys. And uh, Nevik yells, Shield Guardian, go! Everybody roll for initiative. 18. And then plus 19. Uh, 13. This is off to a great start, because I rolled a nat 1. I rolled a 14. Okay. Durak, you're up first. This is the furnace, right? Can we see the fire of it? It's gotten up. Yeah, the fire is, is like in its belly, it looks like. Oh, wow. Durak, Durak is going to um, take... It's going to attempt to manipulate the fire that's already inside of the um, of the furnace. Are you doing control flame? Well, all right. So what I'm looking at is produce flame. Is produce flame allows me to actually like do damage, right? And the way I'm thinking about it in, is in terms of I want to see if I can like make more flames than this thing can hold inside of its belly, so that I can do a little damage and see what happens. Does that make sense? Because like it's a it's a two d eight damage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I, the way I imagine it is like is like Durak is is sort of like focusing in on the center of the fire and just like imagining it getting bigger. 
You know what? You know what? Just because it's it's Christmas, sure. I'll give that to you. Might not do it in the future, but this time I'll give it to you. Right it's on, fun. man. Right on. Okay. So, um, and if it I, doesn't work, you can air your grievances later. That's right. <laughs> I, I do have to roll. I do have to roll to uh, to to attack. I do have to. I get a sure. plus four. Um, so I got a twenty-three. That's a hit. That hits. All right. Cool. 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 And so what I'm gonna do. Four. I'm gonna do six flame damage. Nice. Now I get two attacks. Does that account? Does that count as one attack? And then I get a can swing my axe or what? Casting a spell and attack are different actions. Dig it, dig it. All right, cool, cool, cool. cool. righty. Cash. I'm still. I don't even care about this furnace thing. I'm so annoyed with this child that is somewhere in this room, and I know he is. I want to cast Tasha's hideous laughter on Nevik. <laughs> because I want to be able to find him when this is done. And that will give us at least his whereabouts for right now. <laughs> do you have to be able to see him? You do have to be able to see him. I can see him in my mind's eye. <laughs> in my soul, I know he is a twerpy eight-year-old child. You gotta, you gotta be able to see him. I'm sorry. Fine. I guess I'll just cast Shatter on the furnace then. Boo. Yeah, yeah. That worked. I'm sorry. It's Christmas, David. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what. Everybody gets one. You want that to be your no. one? <laughs> I will get that child. <laughs> <laughs> How far away is the furnace from us? Not too far. Like, it's within range. It's not five feet, but, like, let's say 20 feet. 20 feet's perfect, because each creature in a 10-foot sphere would have to make a constitution saving throw. Cool. But I'm going to center it, like, right, 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 on. right on that thing. Um, he has to, <laughs> The furnace has to make a constitution saving throw. <laughs> so the just so y'all know, like, the furnace has stood up. It's got arms and legs. It's and like carrot, but a furnace. Yeah, it's it's... Tummy is where the fire grate is, and then it's got a chest and a head on top of that. I didn't do a good job of explaining it. That's my bad. And we're all just scared but, of yeah. it. I, this is a cherry yeah. reincarnate, and I can't imagine the mouth on this thing. <laughs> can't have it. It's a dexterity saving throw? Constitution. Constitution. Oh, well, that's unfortunate. That's 16 versus its dex, which is minus one. So 16 total. Oh, no, that doesn't pass. <laughs> Okay. It okay. So now it's gonna take thunder damage. Yay! Now I have to do math like an idiot. Uh. Sixteen thunder damage. Jesus Christ! All right. See, you should have just let me cast Tasha's hideous laughter on that child. So <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so fucked up when you say it. Like you're gonna have two of those. <laughs> You know what? This okay. is my... I'm in character, David. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Yardy. So uh, Yardy is going to uh, take take a moment, and he's he's going to bring himself closer to his god, who has allowed him the peace of mind to know that bringing war to others is a right and just cause. So he is going to cast Divine Favor on himself, which... Um, it, I'm getting rid of my concentration of resistance, so I have divine favor, which allows me to add a d4 
when I make an attack. Sure. So on this turn, that's a bonus action. Oh, fuck. I'm, I'm not going to use my gun this turn, but I am going to cast Sacred Flame because that's a cantrip. Nice. So that is uh, 2d8 plus another 4. Damn. So 6, 7, 9. So 9 damage on the Sacred Flame. Okay. You hit it with the Sacred Flame and uh, the light... Just, just fucking hits it, and it, it blinds it for a moment. It, it moves its hand to block out some of that light. Did I, I didn't make a fucking attack roll on that, David. You let me get oh, away fuck. with that. I forgot about that. <laughs> uh, no, no, my bad. Go ahead and roll it. Go ahead and roll it real quick. Oh no, no, you have to, you have to succeed on a dexterity saving throw. Oh my bad. Okay, so what would have been the max damage? Uh, <laughs> uh. So, 2d8. So, 16. Plus 4. Uh, so, 20. 20. Yeah. Okay. It royally fucks up its saving throw. It jumped into the spell. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm going to get away from- Ow, shit! <laughs> yeah, no, it rolled in that one. Alright, now it's the furnace's turn. The furnace, you see, is walking towards you guys, but as he's doing it, it's Fortnite dancing. It's, it's doing... Can we, can we put that song in there? <laughs> Unless you want to get the shit suit out of us. Oh, that's right. And you actually see, spinning around it, are green swirls and green plus signs. And you get the feeling that it has healed a little bit. Shield Guardian has a thing. At the start of its turn, it regains 10 hit points. Oh. Um, yeah! You hear from the crates somewhere, Nevik yells, Get pwned, noobs! And it's going to walk up to Durak, and it's going to make two fist attacks. Uh, that first one is probably a hit. 24? Oh, yeah, that, that, that definitely hits. Second one's probably not. Uh, 11. That does not hit. Alright. Eight bludgeoning damage at Durak. And you're not, you're not raging. No, not yet, but I'm finna. <sighs> yeah. Next up's back up to Durak. Yeah, Durak takes that hit and instantly regrets that he opened with his magic. He was being, uh, he's being cocky. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, he just he kind of like when he gets hit he kind of drops a little bit as he comes up he's growling you can tell he's in a rage and um, he sort of brings his, his axe up sort of like an uppercut uh, from uh, from underneath the uh, underneath uh, the furnace and uh, let's see roll yeah put the hurt on him yeah hopefully 7 13 15? Does a 15 hit? No, that's a miss. Damn, alright, well that's fine. Because I got a second attack. And this time... Hell yeah. It's a 17, does that hit? That is just a hit. Alright, awesome. So, I hit, and uh, I'm gonna do... Uh, 1d12. 8 
plus 5 is 13, plus 1d8 fire, 4 fire, so 13 uh, physical and 4 fire. Alright, back to Cash. Cash is so annoyed that it healed some. It's like, <laughs> really? Really? <laughs> it's Christmas. The audacity? No, the nerve. No, no, it's not. It's not Christmas. It's it's the haunting offering. So, so terrifying to be like, it's the haunting offering. I cannot believe. Yeah. I love it. You know, there's a war on the haunting offering. <laughs> Everybody wants to take the haunt out of it. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it, says, it says red cups they're giving away at Starbucks. It's all their fault. How <laughs> that fantasy Starbucks? Okay. I am going to, if I can find... Here we go. I'm going to cast Thunder Wave. Good old tried and true Thunderwave. Again, is it, it, does the furnace? It hasn't like walked closer to us, has it? Oh, it it's closer. It's close to Durak now, but you can you can still. By the way, some of those crates broke when you cast Shatter. You and you didn't see Nevik behind them. What's what's the range on? It's a Thunderwave. It's a fifteen foot cube originating from me. Ooh, yeah. Uh, I, I think everybody is nearby. Hope everyone's constitution is good. Please, everyone, make a constitution <laughs> saving throw. Oh, Lord. I'll heal you guys. Don't worry. It'll be fine. <laughs> oh, it might not have succeeded on that. That's only a 12. Yeah, it did not pass. Oh, shit. Hey, that's good to know because I rolled a 12, too. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. 17. Direct passes. Okay, so on a failed save, a creature takes 2d8 thunder damage and is pushed 10 feet away from me. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> so that's 10 thunder damage. Okay. And then on a, on a successful save, so Durak, you only take five damage and you're not pushed away from me. So Durak, just his hair gets blown back, like the hat just gets <laughs> blown back a little bit. And David, in addition, unsecured objects that are within the area of effect are automatically pushed 10 feet away from me, and the spell emits a thunderous boom audible up to 300 feet. Roll a d4 for me, and on a one, you break... The box that's hiding Nevik. Oh, I think it's like on a one you murder. You murder. <laughs> you murder an eight year old. You have a one in four shot of being a child murderer. Great. <laughs> Happy haunting offering, everybody. <laughs> oh, I rolled a one. I this is. Oh, sweet. I'm like holding it very carefully. I, that doesn't prove shit, Kate. It's. <laughs> <laughs> You uh you definitely see him and uh when the the crate breaks that's hiding him he's like Ooh! <laughs> and he uh he tries to hide behind another one that's nearby. Next up it's the Artie. You also see this little child. Okay, out out of character. If I shoot this kid 
Will it... <laughs> will it turn off the furnace, or will we still have to fight the furnace? I don't know. There's only one way to find out. Uh, I what? No, there is not. <laughs> <laughs> there is... I will tell you this. You cannot just knock someone out with a ranged attack. <laughs> okay. And he is not a strong eight-year-old. Uh, <laughs> okay, okay. So, Yard, Yardy's about to go fucking uh, just, just hog, hog wild. He is about to lose his mind. He is waiting for a haunting offering feast. He has gotten smacked in the face with a pan. He's he's fallen on his tukus and he's he's very tired. So, this is what Yardy is going to do. He's going to shoot the the furnace twice. And then he's going to use one of his new uh, abilities as a war priest and he's going to attack it again as a bonus action. Nice. And then he's going to action surge and he's going to attack for a fourth time. Holy shit. So he's he he sees the little kid and he's ready to go and he just unloads his gun. So, let's see how many of these hit, David. Yeah. No, I'm excited for this. this Me is, too. This is crazy. Yeah. Okay. So, I'm just going to use uh, D&D Beyond. It's never been easier to roll for my attacks because... Never been easier. So, the first one is a 16. That's just a miss. Okay. The next one is a 14. Also a miss. The third one is a 24. That is a hit, probably. And the fourth one is a natural 20. Oh, shit. Okay, so two hits. The first one, uh, 18 damage on the first hit. All right. And then you said uh, it's one dice. It's one full dice plus another roll. For crit? Yeah. Is it a, uh, It's a physical attack? Yeah. It's, it's your max damage plus what you roll. Uh, then the second attack is a 30. I'm sorry, what? So, if it's my max damage, it's 15, and then I rolled 15 damage. So, it's a 30. You only, you only had the modifier once. Okay, then it's a so, 25. So, it's 25. I, either way, that's still a... That's a lot of damage. It's uh, it's falling apart. It's it's kind of... If only I could have hit it two more times. <laughs> that's still... Fucking a lot. It's not looking good. It is the robot equivalent of bloodied. I, Nolan, I want you to roll me a d6. I have a list of spells here. One of the things that a shield guardian gets is spell storing, where a spellcaster can store a spell in it and it can cast it at some point. This child asked his mother to cast a spell and store it in there and he said I want it to be a third level spell I have a list of six spells you are going to decide which spell it is not all of them are damage dealers okay I rolled a one you don't know why you're looking at it god damn it I there were so I put three in there that were damage dealers and then three that I figured the mom was like I don't want him hurting anybody so I'll put this one in this is one 
you don't know why you're looking at the thing, but you're pretty sure if it was underwater, it could probably breathe. <laughs> it just like slits in the side, just like grow in. Gills yeah, it now. grows gills. It, it grow oh well God. for it. It probably looks more like grills. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh my God! And it also it also Fortnite danced uh, and healed uh, ten hit points. Direct, direct, direct swings real big. Alright, so I'm sorry, we, had, no, we have an 18 to hit. Is the 18 hit? That's a okay. hit. That 18 is going to hit for 7 physical damage and 2 fire damage. Alright. And then he's going to attack again, and that's not going to hit. But I can re-roll because I've got... Oh, damn. No, that's re-roll damage. So I'm going to re-roll the damage on that on that first strike then. Because I have once per Wait, turn. Wait, is it damage? I have, I have savage attack. So once per turn, you can roll damage for uh, melee weapon attack. Uh, you can re-roll the weapon's damage dice and use either total. You also have reckless attack, don't you? Like as a barbarian where you can roll for... Oh, that's right. I can roll, roll the initiative advantage? twice. Or I'm sorry, roll with a, roll my hit yeah. with advantage. Yeah, so then I'll roll that second one then. Um, it still doesn't hit, but I am going to re-roll the damage on that first one. And yeah. uh, I'm gonna get four. We're gonna get nine physical damage and two fire damage. So a little bit better damage that time. All right. Wait. So that's instead. Yeah. So or, I, I just oh, did okay. eleven damage instead of what eight from earlier. Yeah. yeah. All right. It's not looking good. Cash. Cash casts cloud of daggers. There is no save for this. Cash is with Yardy on this one. Cash is like, I have a ocular migraine. I haven't eaten all day because I've been waiting for this meal. <laughs> so this cloud of daggers, it's its uh, a five foot cube, but its I can center it on the point where I want it. So I'm going to center it right on the furnace. So none of my buddies get hurt. Um, and I get to roll four D4 slashing damage. Four. Two, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven damage. Describe to me the dirty deed. Nice. Cash. Oh, this thing looks like it went through a can opener. <laughs> you just see this cube, <laughs> this this cloud just comes in of daggers and they just swirl around. It's like the yeah. it's just completely <laughs> and like a Looney Tunes cartoon, it's just like springing like back and forth. Yeah. It's like it's like a slinky and falls over. Nevik sees what you guys have done, and he he comes on the. You you still hear him somewhere in the room as well, but he comes on your slates and he says, "I um, I I got away. I'm not in here anymore. So you don't even try to catch me. I don't. I I'm not here." I'm somewhere far away. I'm running away from the slave. That's why I'm getting quieter. I think Yardy cues up a uh, sacred flame in his hand, and he's looking at the boxes, figuring out which one he should throw it at. Durak changes into a bear. Durak, Durak, uh, Durak drops <laughs> to all fours. Durak drops to all fours. 
and you hear him growling and it is it is disturbing it is awful to see in here uh but durak yeah. changes into a black bear and across of course the top from his muzzle across the top and down his back legs is all black but underneath is sort of white and shaggy yeah uh like yeah. like like his uh spot splotchy hair um he turns into a bear and um and he growls i'm gonna eat me a child <laughs> you 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 hear a child crying behind the last box that is in this room that's not broken and and you just you hear a voice say, I'm sorry I'll be good <laughs> please I don't I don't want to I don't want to go to my I don't want to go to cousin Ziggy's house her parents always make me sing and dance and I don't want to do it. Please don't. Please, please don't make me go. Direct, direct says, don't, don't cry, don't cry. And, he, and he's, he's saying this, he knows it's, it's got to be worse coming from a bear. And so he just says, <laughs> he's going to try to change back. And he does, and he changes back, but it's just as awful as the changing into. Yeah, oh yeah, no, he's crying louder. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, after a minute of all that awfulness, um... He um he kind of looks up at the kid, and um he goes, "No, really, kid, don't cry." And he reaches into his he reaches into his pack, and he pulls out a little mouse skeleton, and he makes it dance on the back of his arm. Give me a performance check with advantage. Yes, sir. That's that's so stupid. <laughs> Can I get in? Can I get in double advantage if 16. I pull out my loot and start playing Tootsie Roll on the loot? <laughs> <laughs> so that's happening, and the mouse is dancing to it. You've made the mouse do the Tootsie Roll, <laughs> uh, and the kid, the kid is laughing. Like he he stops crying a little bit, and he's like, "What the hell? What? What is?" <laughs> Yardy goes up behind him and like a, a proud mama tabaxi scruffs him with his mouth and picks him up like a little little lion cub and just looks at his teammates and goes <laughs> and and nods his head and starts walking up the stairs. The uh, Nevik is is just still laughing at whatever the hell he just saw, and you guys make it back to the cart, and you make it to Siggy's parents' house, and you have a lovely haunting offering, a happy haunting to us all this holiday, this haunted day season. I can't call it Haunted Day because then it sounds like Honda Days. Um, <laughs> happy Honda Day offering. Happy Happy Honda Days. We got new fits for $30. Come on down. <laughs> Thank you all very much that was for lovely, playing man. I this really appreciate that. stupid, stupid game with me. And and thank you. All, all twelve of our listeners. Hey, we got like uh, forty now. It's, it's. I'm uh... fucking around. I'm, I'm just teasing. Um, hey, hit us up on Twitter, guys. Thank y'all. Yeah, hit us up on Twitter or Instagram um, or Facebook, wherever you see us. Talk to us at GBQ. Yeah, talk to us. 
please, because by, uh, by the time this episode airs, I will be in labor. So please, dear God, uh, listen to this. I need, we need this. I need this. <laughs> and we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we've agreed. Uh, Kate already told us that we could talk about this. Uh, uh, she's gonna name the baby after our um, 1,000th uh, follower on Twitter. So, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. No. Just, so, so get let's on just that. Go ahead and get on that. And um, you know, we're just. I mean, look, look, y'all. I was surprised. I was just as surprised as y'all were when Kate brought it up. Right. I was. I, just you know, as but these fucking millennials. Um, I mean, it's dedication. You know. you know, it's dedication. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but if if no one does it, she's also agreed to to name it Durak. Um, yes. Well, there's two of them in there. So, there's there's twins. So, well, there's twins. So you know. <gasps> oh yeah, Derek and Yardy. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where we'll end it. That's it. That's the plot. <laughs> This episode was edited by Nolan Lacey and Rachel Gifford. Background music provided by Kevin McLeod. Introduction music, A Prelude of Space by My Instant Lunch. As always, thank you for listening.